Hey, all cheaters. Welcome to the I Was Cheating Podcast. It's a rapid fire game week 20 preview coming your way in just a second. My name is Josh. I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you? Josh, there is no longer festive Brandon. There is only Zool. Okay, do you understand? Christmas yeah. is over. The Boxing Day yeah. fixtures are over. And all that's left of me is uh, a demon from the spirit realm. And, you don't uh, count January 1st? To me, that's still that's still the holiday window. Yeah, know? I guess it's technically a festive fixture. Is it a, It's a festive period as far as football yeah. is concerned. So like that, that's really the real question that we have yet to answer on Always Cheating is, is where does Brandon begin and the festive mm-hmm the festive period end. I don't know. I don't know. You could stretch it right till Martin Luther King Jr. Day, too. That's like mid-January. I, you know, stretch I, it out. I could be the artificial Christmas tree of FPL, where you <laughs> leave that festive Brandon out, you know, well into the <laughs> February fixtures. So it's uh, it's it's a weird... Well, obviously, okay, so, you know, just a lot going on right now. A lot going yeah. on, right? Got a match tomorrow. Uh, you and I actually both have uh, Ronaldo captain in that match. So there's... Yeah. You know, a lot, a lot to come there. We've all free, free hit our chip this week. I'm not even sure had the free had the second free hit even been announced when we did our last pod. I think that came out like yeah. a day after we recorded. So, so that happened. Um, you had the site break down uh, five minutes before the deadline today, which was really annoying. And mm-hmm. then uh, two minutes after that, you had a match postponed uh, for game week twenty. And then two <laughs> hours after that, you had another match postponed for game week twenty, which I guess to a certain degree. I'd rather know now than like an hour before, yeah, which right, is how right. we were finding out last week. Yeah, if FPL is an old car that you you've been driving for a long time, and you sense that every week now you've got a different issue, you've got to take it into the mechanic for. As you say, Josh, I'd rather know about these issues before we get on a on the freeway <laughs> yeah. for a cross country trip. Yeah, it's I can for the first time, assuming no more postponements, which is like who knows, right? Fingers crossed. But assuming no more postponements, I can actually field a full a full 11 players going into this upcoming game week, which feels like uh, a big, I I think it's been maybe five game weeks or something like that. And I was, I was thinking about this earlier and what I think is so interesting about, and and not interesting in a good way necessarily, but Mm -hmm. it is what it is. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. we are where we are right now. Um, I mean, I I, I I don't even know. It's like a cliche, but it's just true. Right. Like it's just like either like you have given up and you're not listening to this podcast or you're, committed to grinding it out and getting to the next few weeks until things get normal again. Right. And then we have lots of double game weeks and double game weeks are fun. They are fun objectively. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is something ahead of us. But I was thinking about how last season you had a, a premier league season that, that failed from a, from a, from an entertainment standpoint, in my opinion, because the, the empty stands were just, kind of ruined the game for me a little bit. I don't want to sound yeah. too like over the top about that, but it just, it just wasn't the same experience to me without people there. Cause it's kind of like, what's the point, right? It's like, yeah. they're just doing it for to, to fulfill, fulfill TV contracts basically. So uh, flash forward to this year and you have what I still consider to be a quite good entertainment spectacle. I mean, you know, it's like a total reversal of last year. I mean, you know, whatever you thought about the fantasy part of today there were some fun things happening, right? I mean, yes. that, that, this, that when, when, you know, Lester scored three goals in the second half and back to back to back, it was kind of crazy. And, yes. you know, you could, you could complain all you want about bad defending or whatever, but it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch that happen. And I was entertained. And so you have a, a fun entertainment spectacle, but the fantasy game has, 
it's like it's totally flipped, right? The fantasy game basically worked fine last year, but entertainment didn't work. Yeah. This year, the entertainment is fine, but the fantasy game doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, and it, and it doesn't work. I mean, there's just no getting around it, right? I mean, they 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 gave us a second free hit chip in order to. to you know, uh, recoup it. I, 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 there were some complaints about it, which I, I still am I'm sort of not convinced by because I mean, you know, it's like, you can't complain about the site, not, you know, helping you out. And then they help you out and you complain that it's not helping you out the right way or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just feel like it was, it was, I mean, I don't know about you, but like speaking personally, yeah, I free hit this week. If I hadn't free hit, I'd have like 18 points right now. Right. And instead <laughs> I've got 55 plus whatever I get from Ronaldo tomorrow. I mean, it completely saved my game week. And I, I honestly feel like I would be just, I'm not sure we'd be able to record our pod today. Right. <laughs> if we hadn't had that free hit just to kind of yeah. give us a little bit of juice for the season. Like I at least had something to look forward to today. Yeah. Matches. No, I, I had the, uh, I had the quintessential free hit chip experience in that I, uh, if assuming I captained Lacazette on a non free hit team. So going into, um, boxing day, I had Lacazette. He was mm-hmm. probably, it was between him and, Foden or Bernardo for the yeah. captaincy pre free hit. Assuming I, I, uh, captain Lacazette, I would have hit 40 points. Exactly. I stand right now on exactly 40 points on a free hit team. So I basically played a free hit chip to bring in a double points for Ronaldo. So which could be, I mean, depending on what he <laughs> yeah, does tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not complaining about it at all. And I, I, I generally agree with you. And, and I, it's frustrating for me to see a lot of FPL managers out there treating the FPL site, like it's Delta airlines, like, um, you know, uh, ang- angry tweets and whatnot. Like, what are you going to yeah. do to get me to, to Dallas, uh, Fort Worth in time for the, the holidays? <laughs> like the, 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 it's just, it's just not that level of scale like fpl site you know bless yeah. them bless all the people who are working through the holidays to make this site work it, it it's just the frustrating thing is is the game is is growing at such a rapid rate uh, yeah. that I, I just don't think the resources allocated to the fpl site can can keep up with the interest in the site so you know you were yeah. here first you were on the ground floor you were here during the the weird times yeah, I think I think that's right. I mean, I don't think that you. I mean, you and I have been um, have been treated well by the official site. Yes, very much. Many times yeah. over the years. So, like, I mean, you know, there's no. Um, I I wouldn't pretend otherwise, right? And so, um, and so, yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to. I mean, for, for okay, a couple things. One is the people that you're like screaming at right now are like the like the 23 year old recent college graduate like some some girl who was like oh my god i have to have the boxing day fixtures like i just get yelled at all day for the next like it must be like a horrible job right (laughs) to manage that twitter account it's not like the developers are 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 running that thing you know and so it's i think it's fine people to get their their frustration out i mean why not right it's like you're allowed to you know it's got 10 million followers in that account you're allowed to so it's, it's not like it's, it's the way it 80, 80 people. Definitely. Yeah, it's the way it works. Yeah. But it, it did feel weirdly personal at times. I saw someone like threatening to sue the game or whatever. <laughs> and it was, you know, it's like it just, you can take it a little too far and, and too seriously. And, and it, yeah, I mean, it's like I, I saw something, uh, I think it was from this this guy, um, FPL um, Sigurd. I can't think of his his actual name right now. I, I, really, I, I should just start, stop taking FPL. I should just take FPL out of everyone's name going forward, right? Just Sigurd or whoever. And it's like, if you don't, if, 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 if you don't have your, any part of your name. Seems oddly personal at that point. You're like, name, all right, Sigurd, who? 
<laughs> Go on. I don't Go know, but it's like FPL everything. It's like hard to, you know, it's like, yeah. I, I don't want, I don't want the three um, syllables it takes, you yeah. know, to get all those letters out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, he was saying that it's, you know, the frustration that he's feeling right now. And I, I think he articulated it really well, because I think that's how I, how I'm feeling. I mean, you know, obviously you and I are in a different spot just because we are like in the, we've made a long-term decision to like do this, this pod. Right. And so yeah. we're like kind of commit, you know, if we did podcasts during the 10 weeks when the game was canceled <laughs> and just talked about our favorite sports movies, then yeah. like, this is nothing like, well, this yeah. is not a thing for Listen, us. Like, me, through, me undies is not going to sell yeah. itself. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, you know, when we did that, I mean, it, it wasn't like we did it to like fulfill an ad kind of, we no. just did it. Cause we, it's like, to, we have that kind of like the show must go on feel about things. And I, I think a lot of managers, people, you know, people who, who really love the game feel that way too. But anyway, the, yeah. the point was this, this, this post that I saw was, you know, the, the, the investment, the people will feel it's, it's like they're in a spot right now where they're trying to do their best because past you put a lot of work into this and you know, that future you is going to really love the game as well. And so you don't want to like just totally sacrifice the present. Yeah. Right. And then, and then get, get kind of stuck with, with future you. And, and so, you know, or future you who's, you know, 300 and 85,000 or whatever, you know, if you, let's say you fell that far, right. Like yeah. you have 20,000 to 385 or whatever, like you don't want to be in that, in that spot necessarily. And so, but the frustrations, um, are piling up, right. I mean, I look at my team for, for this weekend, or I mean, for the, for the midweek and, um, you know, I lost, uh, uh, I lost Watkins that was announced today. And then I lost Lacazette, right. Because, uh, that matches off. And that means I, I don't have a keeper right mm-hmm. for game week 20 either. And I'm just going to bite the bullet and just, Oh, actually that's right. I'm not going to have 10 players or 11 <laughs> players no. unless I move my keeper. When I, I mean, I would move Ramsdale, yeah. I guess. Um, but I mean, I don't really want to burn four to take out a keeper. Right. And so yeah. it's just like, Oh, such a total mess. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't really know. I mean, I, again, I'm glad they did the free hit cause I think it worked out well. I am just trying to enjoy the matches and I, I felt that way last week when there were five matches on, you know, the five got postponed. There was a lot of talk about circuit breakers and starting over and all that stuff. And the, the games that were on, I enjoyed, right? I enjoyed Liverpool Spurs. I even kind of enjoyed that crazy Arsenal Leeds match last weekend. Uh, and I enjoyed the matches today, uh, except for Brighton Brentford, which I didn't watch. Uh, that was, I had enough at that point. Um, Mason Mount missing an open goal in the 70th minute. I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, you know, it's that moment where like, like one thing makes you like a little too angry, you know, and you're just like, okay, this is enough. Like, I think I've had enough for today. Uh, and so that was, I, I switched off on Chelsea, right? About, about 70 minutes in. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to add anything or say anything well, else. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think there will be a lot of people dismissing that Brighton Brentford game. I guess I would argue that Brighton Brentford was the one, you know, quote unquote, uh, I wish Jonathan Wilson were on this episode of the podcast, like real football match that was on today. All the, the, the other matches were just like insane goal fests and Brighton Brentford was true to tactical Graham Potter. Like let's score yeah. a couple of goals and then we'll shut it down and let Brentford, um, basically repeatedly shoot themselves in the foot. And uh, if if you still weren't privy to the fact that Brentford are um, the dictionary definition of mediocre, uh, there's further proof. And yeah, I uh, as far as my free hit goes, um, I thought I was I thought I was having some fun, you know, in the spirit of the podcast, Josh. And mm-hmm. um, I think this is this this free hit for me was a product of 
the current state of COVID and the unpredictability. So a lot of us, particularly you and me, Josh, on the East Coast here in the States, we got uh, out of bed like around 7.38 in anticipation of the 8.30 a.m. deadline for Mm -hmm. us. And the free hit was basically just shooting from the hip. And uh, I, I, I don't know that I've ever played a free hit that was that spun spur of the yeah, moment. And it's true. I, so true. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know how many drafts you put together ahead of waking up to, to throw the free hit together. But um, I ended up throwing in some players that I just I thought were, were going to be fun. And Ivan Tony was among them. And in hindsight, you're like, of course, like. I'd kind of borne witness to what Brentford was up to the last couple of months. And, um, it was a silly, it was a silly pick. So I, I do think that, um, it was an interesting view vantage point for me of this whole idea of what COVID is doing to FPL long view planning. Uh, and I don't, I don't typically consider myself a real quote planning sort of an FPL manager, um, I'm more of a vibes manager, Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do think that uh, playing the free hit as quickly and without too much forth, forethought, um, I mean, you know, hindsight being what it is, I, I, I wish I, I would have done a few things differently. Um, sure. that, that said, uh, it did feel like a free hit, free hit, you know, um, because, yeah. because both you and I had kept our initial free hits the fpl uh one the the the, the christmas gift one kicks in after game week 20 so I, I just felt like i had nothing to lose so i did have fun um having said all that fun watching a lot of these matches particularly spurs like i had not had kane all season mm-hmm. um nor hungman's son so watching spurs uh uh, play play pretty well against Crystal Palace uh, was fun for that reason. So uh, free hit was uh, kind of a flat a flat result for me, but fun to play um, if I'm thinking about it really critically. Yeah, I, it was the one you know, you know the real like scourge that I'm dealing with right now. I feel like are these fake accounts that claim they know what's happening or whatever, right? And like you know, last night there was just all of these rumors that um that the palace spurs match was off right and so i actually was trying to kind of get myself in a position where i had a free hit that i was okay with right i tickered with it i made some screenshots and and then when and what i should have done obviously is created two versions um but it's also like it's christmas night right you know i was like you know like i did a full day and then it was like you know 10 30 at christmas evening i'm finally starting to like tinker a little bit with with my team, right? Because there was no point in doing it before then, because I didn't know what other matches yeah, were going to get postponed. Right. right. Um, and so I, you know, and so then once you had that, it, was, it just felt silly not to have some some you know Spurs coverage if they were going to actually play in that game, right? And I, I there's a I thought I thought that you know, Palace were going to be even more decimated, right? Like if they were they were requesting that the match be postponed, then I didn't think that they'd roll out with like a pretty close to full squad, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they, they didn't have Gaita, but otherwise it was it was pretty strong, and so. Yeah, so that that kind of, but you know, all these Spurs players that I wanted were all kind of expensive, and so it did, you know, require a little bit of, of reordering. I mean, you know, and and some ways it worked out great. I mean, I brought in, um, uh, I, you know, I brought in Son and uh, Reggion, um, but in other ways it was like, you know, player had in kind of all of my squads was Kieran Tierney, right? And he just sort of moved as you were, you know, so it, just like these little things, right? It felt yeah. a little bit like game week one, where there was kind of every <laughs> right. every yeah, player, yeah, yeah. every player who did well 
today was in my team at some point, you know? And, uh, and so you always have that, like, it's like, it's, it's exciting, but you also have that like kind of feeling like, ah, like I, you know, I could have, um, prepared for this. You're right. You're right though, Josh down with rumors, no more rumors. We don't want to hear your rumors, see your rumors, entertain your rumors. I'm done with your rumors. Yeah, I want exactly great record, but that's you know <laughs> keep that in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, unless unless you've got like a, a, I don't know, like I feel like there was like a you know a couple of years ago you didn't have like all of these rumors or a couple of people who are who are reliable you know insider accounts of these clubs, and now it's just like you know FPL whatever, and they're just like oh I, I'm hearing X Y and Z, and you're just like I don't know like I don't you know and then you like look at their followers, but you know it's like. 3241, you know, but then you're like, well, they also follow like 3241 people, you know, as I can't tell. Um, so anyway, yeah. So it's, it's, so you and I are both, uh, doing, are you on a green arrow then so far? I am actually on a 6,000 red arrow right now. If Ronaldo does anything, I'll be on a green arrow. Um, I think you've been stepping on the pitch. I think you'll, you'll get one. I I suspect my issue is, is kind of where I've been for the last month is I'm just in a holding pattern and I can't move up or down. And, um, I think you play a chip and you want it to be a bit of a, a, a moment in your season. So I feel like I haven't had a moment in game week 18, um, yeah. so I'm, I'm hoping Ronaldo bails me out of that. So yeah, yeah. Just kind of like, just, I'm just stuck treading water at the moment. What about you? Um, yeah, I, I'm actually on a little, uh, green arrow already, which I, which I was very happy about. Um, and uh, cause I'd had five, five reds and six, which was mm-hmm. another, um, you know, uh, just a source of, I, I really hadn't fallen that far, but it's just like, it doesn't, which is not fun, right? It's just not fun yeah. to have a bunch of red arrows. And so, um, yeah, so I went from 38 up to 26, uh, and then, yeah, with Ronaldo tomorrow, um, you know, assuming he doesn't pick up a red card or, or, I mean, even if he just gets two points doubled, that, that should be enough for me to keep that, that green arrow. So, um, yeah, I felt, I felt good. You know, one final thought on, on game week 19. I mean, part of the fun, as you were noting about watching these matches, you wouldn't have watched otherwise is, uh, I came away really impressed with Reggion and yeah. feeling like, uh, that is a guy that I am 100% tra- like, like targeting for, uh, yeah. a future transfer. He just looked awesome. I think we've got a question coming up in the pod where we can talk about, I think, uh, Chelsea defense is is take is gumming up our back lines at the moment. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. well, what can we do there? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move to. Um, well, actually, yeah. Quickly, let's read out the Super League here. Uh, in tenth is uh, Jonathan Chu. Uh, in ninth, Ben Inav. In eighth is Tor Hegna. In seventh is Tor Evan Peterson. Wow, two Tors. I guess one is T-O-R-G-E, Brandon, mm-hmm. uh, and one mm-hmm. is T-O-R, but still. Fair enough. Uh, in sixth is FPL Mate. In fifth is Matt P. In third is, excuse me, in fourth uh, is Ryan Quinn. In third is Michael Bluff. In second is Pepe Curley. And in first and uh, second overall in the world is wow. Daniel Mason Abraham. Merry Christmas, Daniel. Uh, what a what a run. All right, before we do the Patreon shout-out, Josh, I think you have a special message for all people seeking new pants. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I hate to turn uh, – this is like a free plug, but uh, just he is a, a long, long-time supporter of the podcast, Brad, and yeah. uh, a shout-out to – uh, to our good friend James, who uh, hooked me up with some AG jeans. I'm not even going to pretend this isn't a, a built-in promo here, Brandon, but they really are great. They're yeah. very flattering. And it was fun to go into a Soho a Soho shop, like a, like a proper Soho shop. I felt like a, 
felt like I worked in finance. It was quite a moment. And uh, <laughs> this really, is Soho, like, New York, not Soho. It was like London. A, it was one of those moments where you're like, ah, right. This is why like people like buy like this like really nice high end stuff, you know, because it makes you look it's so flattering, uh-huh. you know. And so uh, yeah, so I bought that in a pair of leather pants, you know. And no, but it was great. I, I got a great pair of jeans and I got a great uh, sweatshirt as well. So uh, AG jeans. Awesome. Thank you so much to James and uh, check it out there. They, they're, you can buy their stuff online as well. All right. Uh, quick shout out to our, uh, on, on Patreon. Um, one last note, as we've noted before, this is our pledge drive for Patreon. And if you want to uh, participate in our Dean's List Manager of the Month, that's the high score in our Patreon league for each month. Uh, you have one more game week to join before you can um Maybe one more one more game to join before the the, the year ends. Yes. Um, so if you want to jump in and do that, uh, do it before the the matches kick off on Tuesday morning, and uh, you're eligible for that. And then you get a always uh, make fantasy fun again T shirt. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, and you get all sorts of other things by becoming a patron uh, at various levels. You get access to an extra ad free podcast each week, our week in review newsletter, and of course our robust and fun. Uh, Slack chat, which featured so many great photographs of Christmas dinners and brunches and cookies for for Santa Claus. I really enjoyed uh, that this mm-hmm. weekend. So thanks to our existing Patreon supporters and thanks to our new Patreon supporters. Do we have any new Patreon supporters this week, Josh? No, we don't. And that's why we're doing the pledge drive push. You know, the, the Christmas week is typically a pretty dry week. People are people are too busy uh, to to jump on Brandon and, and you know, and I, and I get that and I respect that, but you better get out of well, the next yeah, 36 but, hours. People. Yeah. But see, I got, I got an envelope from my, from my uh, CEO uh, today that said uh, dear colleague. And there was a, an American express gift card in there. So, you know, I've got free wow. money. So I'm going to go wow. on a Patreon how, spree here. Uh, may I ask how much, how much, how much was in there? Two five zero. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I know, right? Wow, yeah. <laughs> that's like uh, you can buy yourself like a record player or something like that. That's I might like go. Nice, I might go yeah. uh, become a Patreon subscriber of some of some of my other favorite content creators. Oh, that's out a there. good. So that's a great out. idea. That's watch a great out. idea. All right, Josh. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to do a rapid fire game week twenty preview. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, Brennan. Game Week 20, again, quick pod this week because they, they kick off on Tuesday morning. I, I, I love this time of year. I, I think on balance... I, I, you know, even though the, the, the fantasy game has gotten so screwy as a result of all these postponements, um, I am still really glad that there are matches being played. I don't know about you. I, I it's, I still enjoy watching the matches, darn it. You know, it's still well, fun to watch. I mean, yeah. As, as life is, is as abnormal as it is to have these things, um, to watch, it feels normal. And it's like what you were saying at the top of the pod about last season, not having fans in the stands. You know, we you recognize that there's something not quite right about that spectacle and uh, say what you will about um, the process of getting those fans in the stands uh, and so on and so forth. I think there's something that helps elevate my mental well-being when I see that spectacle on my TV. I can imagine what it feels like to actually be there and to to um, actually um, bring that that real life energy into your God, I'm getting super woo-woo here, Josh. Um, no, but, I, I, I but, set you up with that. You didn't know where I was going with that, so that that's on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm, I am with you. I'm glad that the, the that it goes on. It's sort of like we uh, we don't know what else to do. Uh, a year ago, around this time, I feel like around the world there were lots of guidelines: do this, don't do that. And now we're at the point with COVID uh, where you know, we're kind of just for better or worse left to our own devices. And so yep. it feels kind of right that the, it doesn't, right is not the right word. It feels sort of in line with what everything else that's going on, that the yeah. premier league is kind of leaving the clubs to their own devices, the players, totally. the managers, the fans, the fantasy for, players, et cetera. For, for better or worse, yeah. everyone now is, is Walter subject at, you know, at the, at the counter and, and, um, in the big, big Lebowski. Lebowski. Yeah, 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 just I'm staying, you know, and uh, yeah, whether they should or not, that's that's where that's where most people are right now. So, uh, so I, you know, but anyway, I'm I'm glad that I have this this entertainment spectacle. Um, so, uh, matches kick off on Tuesday. We've got an interesting trio of matches. Um, and I, uh, so we're just going to talk about these like like they're all happening. Okay, I don't even want to speculate about which ones may may or may or may not go. Um, although some of them are sort of interesting from a like returning from COVID's perspective. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking at Tuesday's matches here and uh, the Watford West Ham one, I think is kind of interesting because it feels like Watford have not played a match in about six weeks. Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I brought in, uh, forgot his Dennis. name, Emmanuel Dennis. That's yeah. how long it's been. I forgot. I forgot who he was. <laughs> I just didn't forget that mustache, but yeah, I forgot everything else. So yeah, you, you presumably still have Josh King. Right? I sure do. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. uh, it, it's, I mean, it, th- thank God for Alexander Lacazette. Like there's somebody, somebody is stepping up and volunteering to be ejected from my team before Josh <laughs> King. Um, and there he is. So yeah, Watford. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, it's just a so that one could be. I mean, because though I, I would say of all the, I mean, the West Ham Southampton match was just kind of a strange one today because um, I feel like that's the match that West Ham have been winning all year. Yeah. You know, these kind of wild, loose ones, and their defense has just not been super strong. And I think that that's really that feels like that's going to really be their Achilles' heel, right? As mm-hmm. they kind of make this uh, 
this Champions League push and we yeah, saw that today. Is it down just to missing Zuma and Ogbana? Uh, like, were those guys yeah. really – it's not like Van Dyke and yeah. Ruben Diaz levels of, yeah. of center halves, but um, something's not I, right. Either they're yeah. exhausted or they got too big for their britches, but West Ham is is not on the menu, Josh. Yeah. Cresswell, too. I mean, you're talking about yes, three – Yes, that's right, yep. You know, three of their uh, four or five, depending on how they set up, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a big a big portion of their back line is 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 missing, and so um, I think I think that's a pretty big factor. I mean, I just think anytime you lose your kind of key a key center back, it just it just disrupts your entire squad. I mean, we just I mean, you noted it. With, obviously, we're not talking about Van Dyke here, but you know, everyone's got their own version of Van Dyke, right? Like whatever that may be. And, yeah, it's a base level you know, of communication, yeah. just controlling right. where the back line sits, and uh, you know. Tr- just a level of trust that uh, that yeah. eliminates anxiety that can just filter from the back all the way through the spine of the team. So yeah, I think you're right. So with all that said, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad to have Dennis for this match. I, he has now been called up <laughs> to uh, AFCON. So I remember when I brought him in uh, several weeks ago, I was like, well, that's like six or seven weeks away. I'm not going to worry about the African combinations right now because I'm going to have him for this nice run of matches and then I'll you know, deal with that later. Uh, of course, I got him for one match and um, hasn't played. I, I guess I maybe had it for two. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's it's all these matches have been coming so fast and furious. It's hard to keep it all in my head. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that he's going to have to move pretty quickly. Yeah. Here. I think I might only get two matches out of him before before he leaves. And so that um, does open up the possibility of possibly free hitting in game week 22. Right. There's a strong um, almost like 99% likelihood that we will have a bunch of double game weeks in, in game week 22. Uh, I may have to move him sooner just to like, you know, I mean, who, I, I don't know, like if it comes out tomorrow that he's not, you know, available to play, right. Because of some COVID, like obviously what was offered had all these COVID things. So I'm hoping that I get one more match out of Dennis and then yeah. I will have to say goodbye. And I got one goal and three bonus points out of him. So I really can't <laughs> complain. No. You're, so you, you yeah. mentioned the possibility of free hitting again in game week 22, as I understand it, it looks like virtually every team in the division is going to double in 22. So if that is accurate, then free hitting or trying to transfer yourself into a good position for a double game week, which is the way we typically look at double game weeks where our fantasy assets get two games in in one game week, double points. Um, I I don't know that we have to do too much planning apart from, you know, a couple of plum fixtures that may land uh, in 22 because everyone's already going to double to begin with. So what are you thinking is the advantage of free hitting then? Well, I, I may have doubles, but I, you know, I mean, I have right now I've got like, now that my, I've reset to my sad previous team, right. I have, um, I've got Sala. He won't be playing that week. Uh, I've got Bernardo and Foden. Like I, will they like ever, I mean, Bernardo keeps playing, but he doesn't get any fantasy points. And Foden is like, what, like 30% to start any match right now. It's like, who knows if he's going to start? Um, you know, I don't have any, uh, Man United players. I don't have any players from Spurs. Yeah. Um, you know, and so like I don't have any of the right players for for a big double. And so, you know, the arg so the case the why not wild cir- card? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's just like, but like what happens then like like five more matches get canceled, right? You know, it's like <laughs> so it's like a, I mean the, the advantage yeah. of a free hit is that you can sort of just 
restart after that. I mean, yeah. part of me is almost like, it's like do these two free hits. And then it's like, I'm back just like, I've got my wild card still and my bench boost, right? My triple, I've got like my, I've got three chips left and yeah. I can just use them later on. And it's like, I, I don't even know. I have to take all these massive point hits, you know, to, to get anywhere close to a team I want. I mean, because game week 20, it's like, I'm already in damage control mode for that. Right. I'm already uh-huh. like, I don't have a keeper. Right. Um, I don't have, you know, any Spurs or, or Manana players again. And so I, you know, one thing I was thinking about was burning some points, uh, possibly to bring in Sun or Ronaldo. Um, but I don't really know. I mean, now I'm like, I, I feel like, do I, do I solve the Ramsdale thing right now? Because the problem with Ramsdale too is that, I mean, it's a bad run ahead as well. Yeah. Like they, they're, um, Man, uh, game week 21, they play man. So they don't play in 20 game week 21. They play man city at home game week 22. They play Spurs away. Um, 23 and 24 are fine. They play Burnley wolves and then they don't have a fixture in 25 and they don't have a fixture in 27. I think one of those would have been a Chelsea fixture. That's going to have to get recant rescheduled because of the, um, world club cup, if mm-hmm. they're still playing that. And then one of them, I think is because of a semifinal of the, uh, league cup. Um, that they're playing against Spurs, um, actually. So, or no, it's not against Spurs. I think they and Spurs are on different sides. Whatever they have, a, they have a League Cup semifinal to, to play as well. So, you know, he's going to miss three of the next eight matches, and one is, you know, the and one of the matches they'll play is home to home to City, and one's away to Spurs. And so, I mean, if there was ever a time when it was kind of logical to make a goalkeeper move, yeah. it's probably right now. It's just like, it just it's just annoying to be in that position, you yeah. know, cause it's like, that's not what I want to be doing. Right. I want to be bringing in these like, you know, f- high flying, you know, <laughs> I want his yeah. son just looks like, you know, son mm-hmm. just looks like he's going to score in every game the rest of the season. Right. And yeah. you know, we'll see how Ronaldo looks tomorrow, but um, you know, it's like, I want to bring in the fun players. Like I don't want to just like, you know, brush my teeth or whatever and make a goalkeeper <laughs> transfer. Yeah. Um, so that, that's kind of what's on my mind. I mean, I don't know. Have you given any thought to the, the upcoming few weeks yet? It, to your point about Ramsdale and the Arsenal run, Lacazette, I think, is the biggest opportunity for me. Uh, he's priced at 8.5. The problem is, is, as you point out, the high-flying assets, like there is no like-for-like for, like for Lacazette apart from Ollie Watkins, who I already have, and Mikel Antonio, who I don't really want. Um, so how do I stretch to somebody like Ronaldo, uh, or even downgrade Lacazette to move Bernardo or Foden to Sun? So Lacazette is the linchpin in either of those scenarios. I don't, I don't, I don't foresee burning points, uh, unless there are more postponements that happen at a game week mm-hmm. 20. Uh, so I think my decision is do I do I look to upgrade or downgrade Lacazette? That would be the one move I make this week in anticipation of the you know the bigger move ahead of that or after that. Yeah, yeah. I think um, the Sun it seems like the easiest player to get. Like I feel like I could get him by only burning four, mm-hmm. possibly. Um, I mean, I could even do it as soon as this week if I was okay going without a keeper, which. I guess I'm fine with, I mean, uh, the most boring thing I could do would be to just move, um, would just be to move Ramsdale to, um, De Gea, right? Yeah, that's that the, that's the me... move right there. I think, 
Um, yeah. I'm excited for the. Am I excited? You can't really read anything into. Right, you're intrigued. I'm intrigued. I am intrigued. Yeah. Uh, it, about the this new Manchester United, the more sure. defensively stout Manchester United. And Varane is meant to be back. He's he could possibly be starting against Newcastle, and um, this just makes the whole team more interesting and more valuable. And David De Gea has been having a great season, despite. Um, Manchester United's uh, biggest flaws. So yeah, I, I think that's the simplest move for you. Yeah, and so I think that I may do that, and then I, I may even burn four to take out Lacazette. I mean, I, you know, Watkins, Watkins probably gets a stay of execution now because um, he will have had a week off, and they play away to Brentford on January second, basically a week from today, um, which is quite a good fixture. I mean, Brentford just are not quite you know, um, no. flying the way they were, no. but, you know, sort of the season. So, um, so he probably plays and they actually have quite a nice run after that too. So Watkins could end up staying in my team for yeah. a while. Like that would not be, um, something that I was just totally opposed to. And they have a double game week coming up as well. Cause they did miss out on, on game week 18. So he's, you know, and I thought he looked pretty good today too, actually he had some moments look kind of dangerous. Well, it's like he, he compared to a striker like Ivan Tony, um, interesting was Watkins he used to, be the number nine or or like the number nine at Brentford. Um Tony is just not it. Uh he's he's had moments at the during the first half of the season where you think, okay, is is Tony better than Brentford or is uh, is Brentford better than Tony? Uh but what is clear to me yeah. is he's just nowhere near the level of somebody like Ollie Watkins at whatever level you want to put yeah. Watkins at. And, it's like, would, you know, and I, I say that just yeah. to point out uh, yeah. why I think Watkins is a special up and coming player. Yeah. And I think it's like, it's, it's, it's like from an FPL perspective, I think is a big part of it. Right. Because I mean, there's, there's qualities to, to, um, um, to Tony's game that I really admire. Right. Like there's a little bit of, of, um, that kind of Harry Kane, Olivier Giroud, like level of just like, they're just really good at good hold up. Setting other, like, yeah. yeah. Good hold up play. Like they're creative. Like he's a good player. Like I do think that, that Tony's a good player and, and, and you know, maybe, and I think he got like a ton of pens last year too. Right. I think that's, that was a big fact that, that drove his goals, goals numbers so high. And so, you know, I think if you combine all the things that he does well, and then you kind of move down a level, right? Like in the championship, then you could see where those goals would just start flowing. Right. But yeah, I mean, clearly I think you're right. I mean, they haven't, you know, it's four goals and two assists in half a season. It's just not, um, I'm sure it's not even what Brentford was hoping for, nor, nor Tony himself. Right. And then you look yeah. ahead to their, their run. They've got Man City at home, Liverpool away, Man City away. They play Man City twice in the next five weeks. Jeez. Yeah. That's, that's tough. Yeah, so it's a tough so, spot. Right, I, I don't think there's really much point in dancing around this. The main targets, it feels, for transfers going into game week 20 mm-hmm. are Manchester United and Spurs. And uh, you mentioned Regayan, you mentioned De Gea, we're talking about Ronaldo and Hungman Sun. Those are, I think, the four key players as of today. Yeah, I think, I think I'm with you there. Um, is there anyone else? I mean, Kane, we just don't think cuts it right he doesn't I, I i was watching him intently having brought him in on my free hit he took that his his goal quite well in stride um but beyond that it was just keystone cops version of kane that we've seen all season where he's tripping over the ball committing fouls um his head's just not on quite right i thought it was interesting how conte subbed him off around the 65th minute 
presumably to preserve whether it's his physical his physical body or his mental state ahead of the next yeah match yeah playmate uh, I, yeah i mean i guess that match was just over right it, it was, it was no, yeah no, i i think yeah. it was a i think it was a good move by conte um and probably will help kane in the end to say like that'll do kane you don't have to do everything yeah. all 90 minutes uh, focus on what what you're gonna do. You've got your goal, um, so it feels like even with that, even with that early sub for Kane, Conte is like pushing that team as hard as he can in the right direction. And yeah, but 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 yeah, Son is the immediate beneficiary because he's the one who clearly is fit physically and mentally, and is uh, is is gonna be scoring a lot of goals. All right, so looking at uh, Tuesday, I mean, the, I think the big. The big match. I mean, we, I feel like we just talked about Spurs and, um, and then the why we have Antonio back, but only played a half and um, did score a goal to his credit back on the back on the goal sheet, a, a, like a real like modern like late late first half of the season Antonio goal right where it's like a it's like on a set piece and it yeah. hits one player before it hits and he's like he's very good at the rebound goal yeah. you know yeah yeah, the, yeah. classic right, right place right time sort of a guy mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. No, he knows where to be in the box. Yeah. Uh, so we have Leicester Liverpool on uh, uh, Tuesday afternoon. And, you know, obviously some people have made the um, the Salah out move, which I I just didn't have the stomach for it. Like I just couldn't, especially on like a massive point hit, like dropping the best player in the game who gets a goal or an assist like every match. Like just it was it was just a little I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't stomach it, you know, yeah. um, and and after what we saw from Leicester today. Uh, I feel quite relieved uh, that I didn't do it because I don't know how Leicester could win that game on Tuesday. Like even though they're home, it just feels impossible to me. Yeah. Their defense is just, uh, is they're ablaze at the moment, uh, ravaged by yeah. injuries and, and illness and, yeah. and all of that. Uh, credit to Leicester for uh, James Madison and Iannaccio just putting that team on their shoulders um, yeah. disappointing performance from Telemans, but I thought that that like city found some way to flatter Lester, like Lester got stomped so hard by Manchester city. And I expect Liverpool to do the same, if not worse to them. Yeah. I mean, I think that could, be, I mean, I, I wouldn't shock me if Lester scored a couple, but, um, you know, Joe just always looks so good, but I, I, you know, I think that, um, I don't know I mean, that, that just to me, like Sal is the easy captain for game week 20. I don't see any, anyone even close to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we were to like, if you dropped Sala for, you know, and you were, um, considered some other options. Um, I actually think that this isn't like not going to go well with some people, but I actually think Phil Foden is probably a pretty good captain option now. Like I cannot imagine, I cannot envision, a scenario where he does not start at game week 20. Like there's mm-hmm. just, there's no way they're going to keep him on the bench again. Are they? It was impossible to me. I don't know. I don't know. Who do you drop from that? That starting 11 is. Yeah. Mahrez has had a bunch of starts in a row, but he's looked great. I and know. I think Mahrez has looked yeah. like he's like the better version of Mahrez, like less wasteful with the ball, bringing his teammates into play. Bernardo still just one of the, most elite dribblers in the field. De Bruyne just looks like scary good at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'm still with you. Uh, I think like Pep, Pep, uh, with all of these good players, like he's always on the precipice of just upsetting uh, a, 
a celebrity athlete um, too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so the play where he's like going to have to, it's more work for Pep to bring them back uh, from mental instability than to just start them and, and quiet their minds. So yeah, I'm, I'm generally with you. I think, yeah, I think Foden is, is a good shout there. And of course, uh, Ronaldo, if he impresses against Newcastle, which I expect he, it's kind of like regardless. So as, as long as he's fit against Newcastle, he remains uh, right. a good option home against Burnley. Yeah, Burnley have been like the team that probably most screwed by the COVID stuff. As far as I know, they they haven't had any significant COVID issues of their own. But just every week, they have run into a team that that had those problems. So I think you know, I was because I was thinking about trying to make a move for Ronaldo for game week twenty. But I think Burnley have not played in like two weeks. So on the one hand, that could make them kind of rusty. On the other hand, I feel like they're at least well rested for yeah. that match. And yeah. so. Um, I'm not sure that I see Bandera just totally right. running over them. Let me throw a hypothetical at you. And I, you can't answer this question as Josh. You have to answer this question as somebody other than yourself. Okay. Um, you have sold Salah uh, ahead of Boxing Day uh, for Sun, hypothetically. But you still have Jota. And you're going to have Jota heading into this Leicester match. Could you consider captaining Jota in Game Week 20? Sure. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. I mean, I think he's probably the second, I mean, if I was to rank my captains for game week 20, I think I would go Sala. I'd be very tempted by son. Uh, I think I'd have Jota third and then, um, God, I just like totally moved away from my Foden pick. Haven't I now, uh, <laughs> Jota third, Ronaldo fourth. That's yeah, my like yeah. top of the, I think that's right. Top of my head. Yeah. Something Foden like, something is a classic. Right. If you've got him play him sort of a guy. Sure. Uh, yeah. Don't, yeah. don't, don't complicate it with the armband. Yeah. I mean, he's a, you know, excellent player, you know, but he's very uh, good. Josh. You know, yeah, he's very good, but he just like, you just don't, this is why I don't like having him on my team. I mean, like Bernardo is the same way. I'm just like, ah, like. I got a cent- I have like a central midfielder and a guy who doesn't start. Like it's like I hate I hate how I got in this position. I mean, like you know, Bernardo's a class player as you just noted, but like it's just not like a he's just not a player I enjoy having for fantasy because he's he's not like it's a little bit like KDB. Honestly, I mean, KDB scored a great goal today, but then you know the problem with KDB is he's like as expensive as Mo Salah, but he just drifts away for, yeah. you know, he just, he's like too good at everything. Right. Yeah. And so he like, he's all over the pitch and you know, they, he, I, he was kind of running back and covering on corners like a couple times, you know, it was like, he's just like all over the place. So, um, anyway, so yeah, I, I would say that KDB looks awesome, but he's not a player I'm looking at just that was mm-hmm. as, as, a, as a brief aside. So, um, all right, so that's that's kind of Tuesday and a little bit on Thursday as well. Let's talk briefly about uh, Wednesday. You have Chelsea Brighton, Brentford Man City. Uh, AJ had a question. He says, I really want to get out of the Chelsea double defense uh, to get Reggion, who I showed out earlier, or a Villa defender. My hand says to drop Rudiger and keep James, but every other part of my mind and body are reeling from James's point swings. I like mine. It's very dramatic, like me, Brian. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Has a player ever had such highs, high highs and low lows? Uh, does it make sense to keep Rudiger and ditch James or is it suicide? I think we've seen lots of players with high highs and low lows. That's yeah. a, that's, that's your classic high upside player, right? I mean, because yeah. it feels like a low low whenever they don't get 16 points or whatever, you know, yeah, we're basically so, comparing yeah. a Reese James to Jamie Vardy. Yeah, that's where we are. We're, we're comparing Reese, Reese James, <laughs> to Jamie Vardy. Um, I don't really know. Um, 
what to do with those two players. I mean, Reese James looked a little injured in today's match. Um, I feel like that was um, a little bit of a worry. That it, it seemed like he might be. Um, it felt like he was he was laboring a little bit. Like he might have been subbed off if it wasn't for the fact that they'd already made all three subs. So that is kind of a back of my head worry. I also worry a little bit that he might not start um, the midweek match because uh, they have such a big match against Liverpool. Yeah. Um, a couple, you know, uh, this weekend and. Um, but I'm not sure that Tuchel can can get away with not starting him at the moment. Um, they're just not um, clicking, really. Yeah. You know, and so as long as he's healthy, I, I think he he probably does start both those matches because it's just, uh, you know, it's just too dangerous otherwise. I mean, he, I, you have Ospilicueta who um, could could fill in that spot, but now they have a couple of d- d- you know, injuries in the back line, right? And so um, they may have to like. Aspilicueta may have to play in the back just because um, now they have this injury with um, um, with jeez uh, oh, the the Brazilian uh, center back Tiago Silva. T- thank you, Tiago Silva. Yeah, just forgot it for a moment. So yeah, with, with Silva out, I I think there's a chance that you may need to play Aspilicueta, um back there, right, and have um, Christensen as the central defender. Chalaba looked really good though too. So I, I don't player, know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I I just just bluntly. Josh, I think if you're in AJ's situation, keep Reese James and get rid of Rudiger. I, I, I mean, I say that because you've just got to say something. They're. I kind of went the other way around. You, I yeah, I love Rudiger's so? consistency. I don't know. It's just. I mean, I know he doesn't get you as many attacking returns, but I just love that he starts every match. And sometimes Reese is like a little bit of a light. I don't know. He's he looks awesome at times, but. He he did not have a great game today. I feel like he hasn't had a, like a really good match in a while. Yes, it's true. It's yeah. true. It feels like it feels bad to get rid of Rudiger. It's sort of like if you were looking to get one, I'd still yeah. go Reese James just because you've got to play the game. You've got to play the uh, the the game where you you are going for the upside and consistency of starts. Sure, Reese James is going to miss like one out of ten matches, maybe if that. Um, yeah. And you sometimes forget uh, the the baseline for both of these guys is clean sheets. So if if Rudiger gets points, Reese James gets points in that in that way of looking at it. But you know, I I don't hate it either way. I actually don't think there's a bad, you know, a, an easier way to put it for AJ is you can't make the wrong decision here. Yeah, I mean, just that that run for. James was so good, right? But his returns are really clustered around that run, right? Where there was a run of four matches where he had three goals and two assists, um, and and I think it was I think he had clean sheets in, in three out of four of those as well, right? Um, so you take those away, and you know, in the other whatever the other 16 matches um or 15 matches i would love um, it if you were to take those away. Let's do that. Yeah, that'd uh, be add know, like a hundred thousand yeah. k to my yeah. rank. I guess the point is that that Rudiger is, you know, basically the same price and has two goals and three assists on the season. It's not that much lower than Reese's four and five, yeah. right? And uh, and he's also a more consistent starter. So I, I think it's really um, just about how much you value consistency. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm kind of with you. I mean, I, to me, I, I'm still kind of okay having both, honestly. I mean, all, all, every goal they concede right now is such a fluke goal. It's the flukiest of the yeah. fluke goals, you know? I mean, like Reese James, like, I mean, it's just like, I don't know what happened there, right? It was well, just yeah, like a weird... It, this, no, is what, no. this is what got me with City a couple of months ago where I had Cancelo and Diaz and they, 
let in consistently these fluke, stupid goals, just like brain farts uh, yeah. in their back line. And I got so frustrated. And what City ends up doing, which Chelsea will do, is then they'll go on a run where they'll get four clean sheets in a row and you'll recoup the points that you feel like you were you were due. Um, so there's a certain degree of patience that's required. The fact remains, as, uh, as consistently uh, fluky as the goals may be, um, they're still, you know, one of the top three defenses in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just don't think this unsettled thing is going to last. I mean, you know, but we're also, we're heading towards, similar to Arsenal, we're, just, we're heading towards a big gap there. They they currently have no matches scheduled for game weeks 24 or 25. Um, and they play uh, Liverpool, Man City, and Spurs in game weeks 21, 22, and 23. So, it may make sense to just drop one and then come back around in March. If you can believe it, Brandon, March, 2022, uh, that wow. might be a time okay. to I'll be filling out my, uh, March madness bracket at this moment. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll have a run, uh, right, right around that time. Uh, that is, uh, superb, um, from March 5th through, uh, middle of April. So, you know, something, uh, something to think about is maybe, maybe you can get away from two. I, I mean, to me, it's like, just speaking personally, I, I have too many other problems right now. Like, oh, you have a Mendy problem, right? Have you already solved that? I can't remember. Uh, I still have Mendy. Um, I'm, yeah, I've, this, is, this is how I approach the double Chelsea defense question is I will be thrilled to get rid of Mendy and not have the, um, the, the double up. I feel like good with one. Uh so then, yeah, I think I think Mendy to De Gea seems pretty straightforward, but yeah, I'm not going to have that conversation of, well, is Lloris proper coverage for Reguilón? No, he's not. So um, I think where yeah. Spurs are concerned, they're playing in Conte's system that favors wingbacks and Reguilón and Emerson Roy always saw against Crystal Palace uh, getting in really attacking positions. That's not something that we've seen totally yet from Ragnick at Manchester United. Like, I don't think you're losing too much buying into the Manchester United defense and their goalkeeper. Whereas Spurs, I'm far more interested in their fullbacks. Oh, I mean, Reguilón in particular, just like it was incredible how much space he had yeah. today. It was just incredible. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that that also frees up a little bit of cash, right? If you're trying to bring in one of these expensive, you know, Ronaldo or son, um, you know, saving the million. I mean, it's a shame because all these players, like if you bought them cheap, like they've all jumped so much in price. Right. But that, but you know, that's stuff that you can, you can like overstate, right. Cause they, they always, they, they do come down in price, right. Like people do start to sell them when the fixtures get bad and they, and they concede, um, as they have been, um, you know, so often recently. So, um, probably a little bit of price inflation with both those guys, honestly. So, um, all right, so that brings us to um, so Chelsea Brighton though. I mean, certainly I'm just going to start both them and hope they both play. Sure. Honestly, yeah. that's no longer to it. Uh, Man City Brentford. We talked about that a little bit already. I mean, it's just a real grab bag of in terms of who's going to play those matches. I mean, I I think the middle match in a Pep, you know, how, like I don't know. I wouldn't even try to bring somebody in. Like this is why like, some people like I saw some people who dropped Salah talking about free hitting into game week uh, 20 like just to bring uh, Salah back in uh wow. but the problem the problem there is <laughs> I, what what man city players would you have right because they play a day later so you're not going to get any kind of leaks or anything like that and i you know like i like you could see phil foden gabriel jesus and and, and player x right start up front like a totally different oh, squad. A masked um, player that would be incredible you didn't know who it was until 
after the whistle at 90 minutes and they would pull a balaclava <laughs> off their like face. Like the masked <laughs> singer. Yeah, exactly. It'd be awesome. <laughs> All it right, was Micah so, Richards the whole time. And so that brings us to Thursday. I don't want to talk too much about Thursday because um, I think the Everton-Newcastle match is probably the one that's the most likely to be called off, right? Because of all the issues that, at Everton right now. Um, and also, uh, would you trust any... It's just a weird moment with them, right? Like, eventually we're going to have a... We can talk about them more. We can talk about Demari Gray. We can talk about um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who I think is now ready to finally start getting some minutes. Uh, but I would just completely um, ignore that match because I think... Especially because you got to set your team on Tuesday morning. And, I mean, Everton, that Everton match was canceled this weekend, right? We don't know if that Thursday match is going to go forward or not. Mm-hmm. If they announce it, they're not going to have FPL managers in mind. They're going to have fans who are traveling, you know, in mind. So that may come through, you know, Wednesday evening or something like that. I am uh, calling well the deadline. I'm calling this Everton Newcastle match the official Encino Man uh, sponsored bus team match of the week because if you uh, were frozen in ice uh, back at the start of the season and had players like uh, Damari Gray or, or um, Decore in your team, in your bus team, and then, yes, you, you became frozen, as I said, and then you <laughs> thawed out after Christmas and you realize you still had these players, you'd be feeling really great. Home match against Newcastle in front of some festive fans, that's good. But unless you are um, the Encino man, I agree. You can disregard this match. And Man United Burnley, um, one that I feel like we should just table too because I, I really want to see how Man United look tomorrow and um, make sure there aren't any kind of rogue COVID cases out there, which feels like it's it's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would really – I mean part of, part of me is just like I – it would be fun to have a player in on th- in Thursday's matches. At the moment, I don't have anybody. And so it's always kind of fun to, you know, if there's a day, especially like during the festival, if there's a day of matches, I like to have some coverage. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going like, to blow up my team to do it. But if it's like, if I'm 50 50 between two players and one of them plays on uh-huh. a, you know, day when I don't have a player, I mean, I've talked about this a million times in the pot, but like this is like, I think most of us feel this way, right? It's just more fun that way. It is more fun is to to play to participate is is to have fun participation ribbons are still ribbons Uh, (laughs) i I believe this to laugh to have fun (laughs) all right so that is that is your your very brief preview i mean i know even by our even even short for us is an hour long but it's it's short by our standards so uh thank you to everyone for listening we'll be back on january 2nd to pick through the the you know the wreckage picture the wreckage yeah thank you i want to say roughage uh picture the wreck the wreckage <laughs> and uh we'll have a you know a, a nice week off i think too to um kind of see where we are and see where, where things stand because it's an FA cup weekend after that so um enjoy the next uh week of matches let's hope as many of them currently scheduled yeah. happen um and uh yeah good luck to everybody this weekend uh just a, a quick um you know once again if you want to support the pod go to patreon.com slash always cheating Brendan, do you want to say thank you to our producer patrons? Would love to. Thanks to our producer patrons, Mike DiPietro, Trevor Ingerson, Chris Howell, Andy Penn, Martin Savage, Brian T. DeBig Gaffer, Bobas Kuhn, Jeff Husby, Ben Grant, James Holland, Dave Wagner, Lodal, Nick Wright, Jim Payne, Brian Chin, Blair Jacobson, Travis West, Victor Victor Forberg-Skogang, Paul Herzig, Andy Portlock, Toothless Gibbon, Lindsey Rostel, Anton Markov, at FPL Merch, Carrie Swanson, 
Kieran Screeton, Francis Mann, Chris Carter, Blue Nose Stew, Mikey Uong, Bruce Kerr, Sam Shower, Rich Evans, Future Media Group, FPL, Ben Sweeney, George Kinney, Shiv Morjoria, Rom Frosk, AJ, Jeremy Spiker, Lazaros Yanois, Jesse Halstead, Matthew Becker, Caleb Robbie, Todd Byerly, Alpert Paxoy, Martin Ospeth, Lee Hickman, Valger Paulson, Kruger, Jazz Binning, Francis Moore, Managed by Lasso, James Keatley, Keegan Walsh, The Saint, and FPL Pessimist, Shiv. I should have said congratulations on your engagement. That's huge news. For everyone else out there, don't forget, rate and review and subscribe. You can now review the podcast. Well, you can't really review it, Josh. You can give us five stars on Spotify. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, two stars, three stars, four stars. No, that's for losers. Five stars only. That is what wow. we're looking for from our listeners. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter at Hail Cheaters, Instagram at Hail Cheaters. Josh, you're not a loser, right? You you always give five stars. It's like it's like an Uber ride, right? You, 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 you what do you, you got to give a driver four stars? Who who, who What's are the you? Point? Are you it's, teaching it, him a lesson like, or something? No, it's like the it's like the Yelp thing. You know, it's like it's very polarized. Yeah, if you're gonna review it, give it a five star. But th- but thank you. Yeah, thank you if you do it. I really we really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks anyway. Uh, all this information and more is at our website, alwayscheating.com. Uh, I guess I'm back as festive Brandon. The festive festive fixtures roll on, right? Yeah, it sounded that way. I think we both we both were feeling festive right now. I mean, it's we're just we're just gonna get through this, you know. We'll be back in uh, in a, m- a month from now. I think it's gonna be a lot better. I mean, I, you know, I mean from a from an FPL standpoint, anyway, I really do. So, uh, I mean, at the very least, like everyone's gonna have a COVID in the Premier League by then. So that'll that'll tell things. <laughs> we're all well. in this together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, thanks everybody. Uh, enjoy the rest of your holidays. We'll see you next week. Bye.